Hello, welcome to the Hathor and Myatt show. I'm Serafina. And I'm Lee Marie. I like Lee Marie. That's cute. <laughs> I know. I know. I like it. I like it more. And why is I'm having it? I hit record the the my my tripod decides to be all funky. Don't do this. Fine, <laughs> two seconds ago. All right. So okay. Here's the deal, guys. If you guys want to, first things first. If you guys want to hear what like the logistics of this podcast is going to be, where it's going to be basically like a history lesson, mental health mixed in, but we're not doctors, so it's not going to be like medical advice. But everyone, go back to the we're, episode. We're moms. Yeah, we, basically, we're, we're moms. We we've been through it. We've seen it. We've done it, and we want you guys to know you're not alone. So we're basically just going to give you advice off of our own experiences. Like she's a girl mom and I'm a boy mom and man, <laughs> period. My kids are sassy, I swear. My oldest wants to wear belly exposing tops and I'm like, oh my gosh, kid, you're only nine. No, like I know she wants to express herself, but I want her to know that she's beautiful just the way she is before she does something like that, you know? As you do, you do, My youngest don't give it a big care. With a two-year-old and a five-year-old, one's on the spectrum, so he has his own set of situations, but they both want to destroy. They both want to destroy, and they're like, but we're just exploring. We're just exploring. No, you're not. You're you're you're, you're making me lose my hair. But anyway, it, it, it's a zoo. But okay, so anyway. Like I was saying, this is a pre-episode of of Hawthorne and Maya. We're basically going to be telling you our own life story, like a quick snippet. Like, how did we, how did us ladies get here? Like, even like a little snippet on how we met. And how we met is freaking hilarious. It's one of those stories that. Yes. It, social media, man. That's all we can say about it is just, it's social media. So. That's definitely going to be in that episode, but okay, so let's just dive into it. So first things first, we'll go into my story, Serafina, a.k.a. Hawthorne, and I'm just, I'm an average girl from Los Angeles. I'm 34. I, like I said, I have two little boys. I am married. I am a stay-at-home mom. And Your kids are adorable, by the way. They They really are. William's the sweetest. But with that said, do I lose my mind every day, once an hour, or every second? Yes. <laughs> I lose my mother freaking mind, okay? So, <clears throat> but it's worth it? Hell yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely worth it. And you will lose your mind. And I will promise you that. That's all I have to say on that part. But how did I get here? Okay, well, it all started one day. No, we're not, well, I'm not going to give you all the details, but I'm going to give you, I guess, the 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 keynotes of, of the Serafina story. So, all right, my birthday's in January 1988, born to two lovely people, Larry and Dawn, and everything was good. Everything was gravy. I, I think I was, I, you know, I don't know because I was a baby. I was a little potato sack. <laughs> I was just there. 
but we little be but they both had their addictions but here's the thing my mom got rid of her addictions before she had me so she got herself clean to have me and she stayed clean and let me just say this my mama is um what you would call california sober out here <laughs> she doesn't touch alcohol but she touches the green and let me just say i am a lover of the green because of her that is the biggest key to my sanity is what you could say the green okay and if you know anything about california you know we're, we're like because <laughs> i don't want to get in trouble i don't want to get flagged for saying a certain word but guys fill in the blank on that one please but anyway um my dad he had he he didn't quit his addictions and for the first five years maybe I don't even know when they like legit got divorced but anyways my mom ended up having having to get a divorce because my dad lost his job but yet he was still using my mom was like I can't take care of two kids so like who and obviously she chose the one that was pretty much helpless so we moved in with my grandma for the first time okay key first time I remember a little bit of that and then my mom met my stepdad and that was interesting I'm not going to go too deep into it but he wasn't a very nice man and let's just say I am a child of God I am a child of the universe I believe the good in everybody but I will say this about this man when I get to heaven I hope I don't see him I hope he's on the other side. And I mean like down below other side. That's how evil that man was. Um, he did things to my mom and he did things to me. And if anyone is watching this who's friends with my mom, do not bring this up to her. She doesn't like me talking about it. And more parts of my story she doesn't like me talking about. So like this is kind of like an exclusive, but like don't hound my mother. If you know my mother, <laughs> please please okay all right <clears throat> got that out of the way <laughs> anyway so my mom was with my we lived out there in granada hills for maybe five years when the poop hit the fan there we came running back to my grandma's house and i that is where i really start remembering like my childhood i do have fond memories with my stepdad but honestly, if I don't ever remember them again, I am completely fine because of all the negativity that's attached to those five years. And how sick is that to say? Uh, like, this all happened before I was eight. Like, I think between four to eight, I was like, I, I'm fine deleting four years of my life. But, like, that's a big chunk of time for a toddler. I'm sitting here going... I have two little boys and I don't want to miss a second. Ugh. Right. That those moments make me feel like I need therapy more than me just self-analyzing myself. <laughs> so that's one of my emotional traumas. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do though for the sake of your kids. No, yeah, but no, it's just I that just hit me. Why do I feel like this podcast is going to be therapy? <laughs> I, honestly, like, 
I told a friend of mine that I was starting this and I told her, I was like, you know, this is just kind of like, they're going to be therapeutic for me. Like, I don't know where this is going to go. We hope and we pray and we ask that this will turn out really good for us. And we're manifesting that. But I said, this is just something for fun for me because I'm into history, you know, and with me being in school for anthropology, I mean, this is a really great way for me to learn and not just that, but for both of us, it helps others get to know us better and get to know our experiences and the viewpoints and stuff. Yeah, no. Okay, so. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to be this heavy. No. So good luck when you get to get, get, get to your stuff. Jeez, like all of a sudden. Like, oh, yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> no, but anyway, I could do this. Anyway, so we get out from my stepdad and all of that craziness. And we start living with my grandma, my aunt, and my little cousin. And that, I have to say, is the only time that I, like, really experienced, <clears throat> like, a sisterhood. Like, the closest thing to, like, living with a sister is when I lived with my cousin for those seven years. And that was a lot of girl energy. Like, I don't, girl power, girl energy, what you want to call it, but... You've got to love your family. <laughs> That's all I have to say. And then, so that led to, and all this is in Burbank. And I have to say, when I was in Granada Hills, they learned, they found out that I actually needed to be an RSP. I had a learning issue, learning disability, whatever you want to call it. But I like to use the word issue. Um, because I'm not disabled. Like I'm highly functional. Like hello, like <laughs> I could take care of my kids by myself and the house is still like everyone is fed and the house is still intact, nothing got burnt down. You know? But anyway, like like I have dyslex dyslexia, but I don't have dyslexia. Like I don't like comprehension for math and comprehension for reading is a real issue. It gets it's weird. Like I could read I remember as a kid, I could read like Cat in the Hat, da da da, right? But I couldn't freaking picture a cat in a hat unless I had a picture, like unless I saw the picture. Like it was, it was the weirdest thing. And then numbers are just <laughs> still to this day. I feel you there. So, like. I was able to get out of RSP English like sometime in high school, but I think I was in math all the way up until I didn't have to be in math. Like once I once I graduated or like once I finished a certain level of algebra, they're like, do you want I go if I don't have to be in math for the rest of my high school career, get me the F out and put me in something creative or give me or let me go home. <sighs> <laughs> like okay we'll let you go home all right peace sweet everybody <laughs> i'm off of your campus and i don't get numbers <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah but anyway like i had a hard time in school learning oh and just having issues like comprehending stuff and let's not even talk about the social aspect of school like, I am an awkward girl. Like, awkward to the max. I don't think I'm as awkward as, like, Zoe Deschanel in New Girl Awkward, but I have my own style of awkwardness, for sure. So, yeah. So, getting through 
So where was I in the story? So we're at, um, we're in Burbank. I just moved to my grandma's house. Do, do, do. We were there for about seven years. And then we ended up moving down the street. By that time, I'm pretty sure I was in high school. Yeah, I was in high school. And I went to John Burroughs. I'm quite proud. And fun fact, I heard that John Burroughs High School in Burbank is also the same school that Glee is based off of. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And I don't think I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> I might get flagged. Well, I mean, it's listed with explicit content. So I think as long as it says that, we're good. Worst case scenario, I'll fight it. with. I'll, I'll appeal it if I have to. But ah, don't drop the coffee, Sarah, and you drop the coffee in. So I did not hit stop. Sounds like you need to Amen. get some more coffee in you. I should. At this point, like, it's... Oh, that's somebody. Mm. A little cough on my nose. Okay, so... All right, so in high school... I had an interesting set of friends. You know, that's when I really started, like, living <laughs> through friends. I remember high school. One of my fondest memories in high school is here in California, just so you know, it is it is a law. You're not allowed to dance on the freeway anymore. And you could thank me. You could thank me and my three other hoodlum friends, okay? We were cracked off of pure energy. It was right after high school. I'm pretty sure right after high school graduated, I think. Don't quote me, but it was a summer of high school-ish. And we were going to go film a horror movie. My friend Tim had his equipment. He had the story. It was going to be a production. It was going to be all of the things I was going to be a lesbian I was like gearing up to be a lesbian <laughs> like I was like getting in the mindset of that it, it, like, let's, mm-hmm. when I say as a little girl I wanted to be an actress I wanted to be a freaking actress and oh I'm like this is this is my start I started as a lesbian yes <laughs> 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 that had like Jim Carrey vibes there for a minute oh thanks uh, honestly people if you're not watching the YouTube watch the YouTube for all of the like funny stuff that you guys won't see right definitely moving you'll even see my freaking tripod like lose its mind (gasps) as this as this goes on we will i will have a better flow on my end okay so anyway back to how i how i made that a law we go somewhere i can't remember we take pictures for the um for the movie yada 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 like we're really excited we're coming back and we're stuck in freaking traffic like it ain't moving traffic and so we decided to get out of the freaking car during sexy back by justin freaking timberlake okay yes may you never think of this of this song the same way again thanks to me okay so we're doing this we're going and we get out of the car and we start dancing in the shoulder before we know it, the cops arrive. We think they someone called on us, but really because of the traffic, I wouldn't be surprised if they were going to what was making the traffic jam a jam, you know? And we just happened to be there dancing and getting caught. I panic, lied to them about how old I really am. And then when they ran, they go, no, you're not 17, you're 18. You're older than everybody. 
And I'm like, I'm about to get, I'm about to get it. Like, I'm going to jail. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's go. <laughs> and I just lost my dad, you know? And so, like, that was, like, a whole other emotional level to all this. And so I'm sitting there. I remember sitting there on the side of the curb going, okay, daddy. Okay, daddy. Okay, daddy. Okay. <laughs> but, no, my ticket was literally just 20 bucks more than everybody else's. And it was, like, $119. And when I told oh, my that mom, ain't bad. when I told my mom, I thought I was going to be grounded for life. And really, she just giggled. She just giggled <laughs> me. And yeah, the footloose like, moment. And she's like, well, I still have to pay it. And because I have to pay it, you got chores. Like, I understand. I, I go, thank you for not killing me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. All right. And so that's like a little fun. I had to, I just wanted to share that little funny, like, high school moment. But, okay, fast forward to my 20s, I ended up becoming homeless when I was 21 for about maybe a month because I decided to go and date one of the Johnny Depp impersonators. I don't think I've told you that, and you and I have a Johnny Depp connection, so yeah, don't date an impersonator. Try to find the real thing and treat him well. Or I'm gonna- yeah, so Johnny Depp, if you ever hear this and see this and you ever want me to want to or are interested please Can take both see- of us out on a date please please we love you johnny, <laughs> johnny i dated one of your impersonators and that was not all fucked up can can you can you redeem those dates? can we get the taste of the real thing <laughs> another shape or form you want i'm i'm ready on willing <laughs> please sir please i've only been in love with you since i was three to add to the creepiness so anyway I was homeless with him for about for about a month. And gr- the girls that got me off the streets, we became really good friends. <clears throat> I lived with them for about four years. And then I moved back with my mom. I'm still friends with one of the, you know, I'm still, I'm friends with both of them, but I'm closer to one of them. But that's, mm-hmm. that's something else. <laughs> right. So that, now I'm about 26 ish and i'm looking for work and all of a sudden i start working for mickey fine in beverly hills which is down the street from villa blanca and if you know anything about villa blanca if that perked your ears then you definitely watch bravo and you're definitely my person because that is lisa vanderpump's restaurant (laughs) and it was it was down the street from kyle richard's clothing store um kyle Kyle loves our lane. I don't even remember what that was, but I, I know that corner very well. Well, I worked there, and that's where I met my husband. And, well, where you meet the husband. And the husband and I weren't supposed to be married. We just were supposed to be friends with benefits, okay? Because I you just got out of a horrible relationship, like, oh, bipolar. This guy legit was bipolar. And I'm not saying that. In a funny way, like on paper, he was diagnosed. He did not like taking his meds. He was abusive physically, mentally, psychologically, like all all of the things. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he he was he's a bad he man. He's a work, and it led to my husband now, who was just supposed to be a hookup. He was just supposed to like get. Hit, douchebag off my mind 
No. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting married and having babies. So that happens. Okay, so William comes around 2017, and then I'm still working for them, all the things. 2019, I'm pregnant with AJ, have no idea, and they fire me. Mind you, I worked five years for these pla- for this place. They never promoted me. Never. And I have a tangent about that, but I feel like that's going to be in a mommy check-in. Okay, so we, we, we won't go down that. <laughs> We will not go down that that route. You put some work into it. Let's just leave it at that, right? I put sweat, tears, and soul into that place and did not get anything but marriage and two kids out of it. That's how I'm looking at it. That's the positive aspect I'm looking at. Because if I Mm -hmm. were here, I could go on a tangent and it will (laughs) trick. Okay. So... That leads to me, how in the hell did Lee and I become to be, okay? So that leads me to being a network marketer. William, around 2018, before I got fired, I decided to join a network marketing company, a health and wellness one. And I was there going, oh my God, I believe in this. This is what I want to do, yada, yada, yada. And so I'm doing it. 2019, I get fired. Few weeks later, I find out about AJ being in the belly. Okay, I really have no choice but to make this work. And what happens? Twenty twenty freaking happens. That's what freaking happens. I don't think I need to tell anybody what Mm. year was. But I had my own. We're gonna call it the Great Toilet Paper Shortage of two thousand and twenty. How about that? We. That's a good name. That I'm not gonna deny. That's a really good name. Well, (laughs) so. We go through that. Mind you, I'm going through 2020 not only with that set of emotions that it comes with it, but I was also pregnant and going through postpartum and I moved. <laughs> it's a lot at once. So when TikTok started, I was not in, I'm like, no, I'm too old. I was one of, like, I'm like, I'm in my 30s. I'm too old for this shit. Like, screw that. No. 2021 comes around and I'm like, I'm bored. I don't need to perform. I need to do something. I don't want to just be a network marketer, mom thing. I need, I need some, I need some kind of outlet. So I get into TikTok and all of that. And towards the end of 2021, mid 2021, no, a year ago. Yeah. Because it happened in July a year ago across the street and i really hope people watch because you see that house right there is that mm-hmm. familiarly yeah that definitely looks a lot bigger now oh yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah see so you you notice the improvement <laughs> so, i haven't seen it in a while i was wondering when you were going to give an update on that by the way well i don't want to be known as the squatter girl on out out here okay so okay so fast forward I record the squatters. They break into this house over a year ago. It's a whole series. Find it on my TikTok. Find it on my find find it on my TikTok. And um, I go and share it over to Facebook once Facebook invites me to be on their bonuses, right? And that's how I met Lee. Lee found the squatter video, and she was hooked since then. And then from there. Johnny Depp case happened, and then I started making Johnny Depp uh, 
content. And I remember when she went to the courthouse and filed. I remember that big old news story and how fast it blew up, too. I remember it all. Gosh, that was crazy. But anyway, to wrap this up, because it's, it's why I got a little bit over, but that's okay. So to wrap this up, that is how Lee and I met through squatter videos. This is not happening right now while we're recording. Mother, thank you. <laughs> oh, the joys of being a mother. Mine are going to be home here in about 15, 20 minutes. So, okay, so I'm going to let me wrap up my side so that you could go and talk about your side. Sorry if mine was a little bit long. So, oh, no, you're fine. In the Hawthorne and Myatt show, I'm Hawthorne, which is an ancient goddess who was in charge or, or she helped rule fertility and entertainment. But here's the what I what what parts might what irk not irks but what perks my ears up in that is the entertainment and if you know anything about Serafina she has this obsession with all things pop culture I've already freaking referred back to Bravo in my life story like so let me tell you reality shows Real Housewives Bravo especially is deep in my soul and I could at any time quote a housewife okay so don't be uncool there i just did it i can't help myself so that is why i'm hot there because i am like I, you could call me the queen of pop culture if you want i will take that i will take it and run and have and and do its honor so on that note i'm taking it over to maya aka lee or lee aka maya however you want to do that and now maya the the Egyptian goddess of justice, um, I believe it was her feather that helped in like when the dead would go to the afterlife and they would cross all of that. Like there, that feather that she had was the deciding factor if they went on after that or not. Oh, the justice, the justice thing. Sorry, I'm having a, okay. a moment. I, I might need more coffee soon. But yeah, that's that's kind of why um, my story is. I mean. I, I'm originally from Nebraska, moved into the uh, northern Indiana area back in 05. Um, I didn't exactly have an easy childhood. In fact, I really don't have a lot of good memories of my childhood due to abuse that I endured. And um, I think that's part of uh, the, the body's defense mechanism is just with that being so bad. It's the only way that your mind knows how to process it and i can but, but yeah on many on many levels <laughs> well and the thing is is that like in nebraska it was mostly emotional abuse it was never physical i mean yeah there was like once or twice but there was nothing and then like july 3rd of 2005 i remember the date that we moved to indiana was july 4th of 05 remember the fireworks sitting in the u-haul truck but July 3rd, my brother shoved my head through a double panel window. And instead of taking me to the ER, my mom patched me up herself because she had higher nursing field experience. Yeah. And um, so we moved out to Indiana July 4th of 05. 
And I loved where we lived. It just sucks because we had like a quarter of an acre land. I mean, it was big. It was vast. I could go out, see the stars. And like, I like being able to see nature like naturally like that. But, um, but yeah, so we moved Indiana of 05 and that's when things went south and turned more physical. Um, I believe my mom and my stepdad would purposely put like a wallet and a knife in my bag before I would head off to school and then say that I had this. Yeah. So here's the thing. My teachers knew, like they knew what was going on because even in high school, before I got put into foster care at 16, um, every time I would go into my high school counselor's office, like she knew it was because of what had happened at home. And I don't know if it was her, but I remember um, we had health class and we had this lady come in and talking about the three different forms of abuse, the mental, the emotional, or the, the emotional, the physical and sexual abuse, even though now we know there are several other kinds. Yeah. But um, she gave us a survey to fill out and she said, you don't have to put your name on it, but if you or somebody, you know, put your name on it. And I don't know if it was her, my school counselor, like I said, or my therapist, but somebody called CPS. And eventually, um, I remember <laughs> it was February 28th, 2009 at 9 p.m. I was sitting there in the upstairs office eating a, a microwavable cup of the Campbell's chunky chicken noodle soup. I remember it. And I remembered the clock. And I remember I had this hideous brown jacket that had like multicolored fall, like with like metallic looking leaves like it just it was not pretty it was warm but it was not pretty but yeah so 16 i'm in foster care i'm bebopping around i had like four foster homes and two group homes the first foster home however actually got shut down so that's kind of why i moved to where my fourth foster home was and um because i knew people there i knew i had a lot of good memories there even though there was still some bad but after foster care, one thing I realized that I didn't know then is that because um, I went straight in to college and I wanted to do history education because my original hope was anthropology. That's what I've wanted to do my whole life. You know, even as a little girl, I've always been fascinated by ancient Egypt. And that's where you and I have that connection. Like, mm -hmm. I love it. You know, <laughs> it's it, it just fascinates me. That's a whole other like level of of our story like our obsession with Dr. johnny depp well well you you and i both have a past life in ancient egypt for those who believe in past lives and who knows if you and i cross paths then like i said that's a whole other level of what could of hey this right egypt could be right set in stone and we and it could have been set in stone centuries ago <laughs> right but yeah but um but anyways but yeah so i wanted to do anthropology but because i didn't get into my school of choice i decided to do history education at a private christian school but the thing is is that what people don't realize is like yeah you can get a foster child a duffel bag that's great but what they need is to have some assurance that if they like me go off to college that they're going to be okay like they have their license they have a job things like that because I didn't have any of that and it's not like I'm trying to blame them but in Indiana they can keep you up until 11:59 p.m. the day before your 21st birthday and I should have stayed in but what they failed to recognize within me is that I still had a lot of healing from a lot of the trauma like I didn't understand the world around me because I wasn't allowed to leave my room 
I wasn't at one point I wasn't allowed to listen to music. Like my favorite band in this world will always and forever be Aerosmith. Like I love them. They are my favorite one. There's a lot. It just whatever. But I wasn't allowed to do a lot. Like it just I had no social skills. You know, I didn't know how to handle my emotions. I didn't even know how to identify my emotions, let alone identify when I'm in extreme pain. So it just, I know that sounds stupid, but when you're raised in an environment where you're not taught that, yeah, you're going to be behind. And it's taken me a while to get where I'm at right now because, I mean, even after I dropped out of college, like that's when I moved in with my friend and her mom and that didn't work out. So I ended up homeless for years, like shelter to shelter, home to home. And, and then, you know, my. How old were you at this time when you were? I, I was in Indiana still. So this is before I got pregnant with my oldest daughter. Okay. And how old? So I was, I had my oldest daughter just shy before my 21st birthday. So like from 18 to like two months shy of my 21st birthday, like I was homeless, bouncing around, you know, partying, like not really going out to parties, but just, I mean, doing things that I regret now that I know at some point, you know, my daughter's going to question because I don't know where her dad is either that was my mistake you know I know I will have to answer for that and I'm waiting until she's old enough to understand the world around her because that's one thing that I was never I I never knew about there's so much about the world that I I didn't know I was young I was dumb I was naive so I had my oldest daughter I'm like okay you know what I need to wake up start getting my stuff together getting back on my feet and stuff and then um, I met my youngest daughter's dad I think my oldest was like three months maybe when I met my oldest daughter's dad yeah yeah and um so I moved back down to be closer to him and a few friends and I mean it was great but it wasn't something that was meant to be and then I remember Super Bowl around like a week before Super Bowl Sunday of 2014 when northern Indiana had this like really bad snowstorm I mean I know it wasn't as bad as winter of 78 like some people say but I mean it was I, I remember it specifically. I found out I was pregnant with my youngest daughter, which she's my little snuggle bug. I love her so much. I love both of my kids. I do. I love being a girl mom. It is a lot of fun. My oldest made me cry one day. She's like, mommy, I've decided that when I grow up, I want to be a mommy just like you. And I'm like, it that doesn't make, make your heart melt and cry. And it's like, oh. See, I wanted at least one girl because like, I believe in the whole like girl power. I'm a 90s girl power. No, I get I'm it. Up with Spice Girls. We just need to start a commune and just like move in together on this commune or like something similar to it, like a homestead, you know? Hey, the Spice yeah. Girls instilled girl power in me. So it's like, it's, it's in me. Like I wanted mm-hmm. a group so that I could like kind of help her mentally, but I got two boys. So I'm like, okay, what, right. you, what does that mean? If you believe in those TikToks, I'm like, okay, apparently I needed more love than I thought. But okay, I'm like over here wanting to dish it out and I gained it back. Okay. I can't wait for the But yeah, but anyways. <laughs> so um so yeah, my kids I think are gonna be back any minute, but just kind of try to wrap it up as soon as possible. So yeah. So anyway, so I started willing for a while after I had my youngest daughter and I met this Mennonite couple that took me in and really helped get me back on my feet, get my mind straight, you know, things like that. And I still have so much love and respect for them. Like my kids call them mama and then their first name and daddy and then their their first name. It's cute nicknames they've been given because it's their family does. Yeah. And so, you know, I was kind of bebopping around 
met them, got into my very first apartment, didn't make the right decisions, you know, whatever. I lost that apartment, moved back to where my fourth foster home, and that's where I've been for the past several years. Um, in the apartment I've been in, I've been in over two years, which is a new feat for me. Um, and I'm proud of it. So, so yeah, so since, um, I actually ended up, what's funny is you said, uh, it was around 2019 when everything just spiraled Yeah, for you. So it was actually around the same time for me, because I remember when the shutdown, right before the shutdown first happened, I started taking classes to convert to the Catholic church. And so originally it was supposed to be during the Easter vigil at our parish, but because of COVID-19 the following year in 2020 and with, you know, the shutdown orders and everything like that didn't happen. We didn't know when it was going to happen. We had been waiting. Like I still haven't taken um, the blood of Christ. Hey baby, I'll be done in a minute. Okay. Give me a minute. Go on. I'll be done in a minute. Go get, no, go get your homework done. My kids just got home, <laughs> but, but yeah, so, you know, my kids at this point, um, I did make that decision because I want them to have everything that I never had. That's why I sent, I send them to the private Catholic school here in the town and there have been, um, scholarships that allow for that. And I think it's a good thing because, you know, like I said, we're moms, we want the best for our children. And, you know, if it comes to a point where my kids are like, mom, you know, can we do this instead? I'll, I'll sit down and think about it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So August 2nd of 2020 was final was the date where we finally joined the church. And even though we couldn't do the blood or the, the wine aspect of the Eucharist, we were able to take the bread of Christ. So that's when I finally came into full communion with the church. And then my children were actually baptized on August 15th, which is the assumption of Mary. So a lot of good things happened in 2022. Like I know there was a lot of stresses and everything, and especially with you know the whole communion thing, and then a lot of people losing their jobs because I'll admit, like for a good part of 2020, I wasn't able to get a job. Period. Because for one, there was no sitters. I actually had my favorite sitter of all time. She doesn't do it anymore because people don't know how to pay her. Before the shutdown happened. I went out to her and I gave her like, I, I think between five and $700 and just told her, Hey, you know, I know you're going to go through a tough time right now. Take this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And, um, cause it's like, she, she was a good person. She was a truly good sitter. She's really good with kids. Like my kids listened to her. She kept up to date with me on everything. And it's hard to find that as a single parent. I mean, I know you're a stay at home mom, but single parents i mean it's it's it's, it is a bit harder in a lot of the mental aspects that we deal with too because i admit like i went through depression up until you know the past few years when i finally was able to start getting help when COVID happened because that was one of the good things um no you were a lot of good things happening in 2020 see this is a bad part about adhd and mental aspects of being a mom is because you have the classic mom brain but it's literally adhd that's one that's one of the symptoms like it's not always hyperactivity that's what people don't realize and you see a lot of these tiktokers and like oh do you do this and it's like no that's not how i deal with the overwhelming like i get overwhelmed easily after a long day i'm tired i could either be scrolling on my phone and 
the kids TV is too loud or I'm and then my husband's home and he's watching something on his on his TV and it's on his it, it's like triggering it's sensory it's overstimulation that's another thing too is like that's my trigger um over it's 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 Jenny if you ask for it one more time you're not getting one at all period I told you to wait mommy's almost done but yeah, so um, around that time during COVID, I was able to find a scholarship so I could go back to school. And originally I wanted to go into paralegal studies. <laughs> Funny story, you know, I know as a Catholic, we're supposed to respect the office of the government, you know, things like that. Yes, I get that. But the one thing that I struggle with is when you see people like Nancy Pelosi being a prick, not her fan and i think part of it is because i'm seriously concerned about her mental health the husband called why is he calling right now okay i'll have to call him when this is moment we're almost done okay <laughs> But yeah, so I told my dad, I was like, dad, you know what, F this, F, you know, whatever, like, I'm going to go back to school, get my paralegal degree, then go and get a master's or a bachelor's degree, and then go back to law school, just so I can tell Nancy Pelosi to the F off. He's like, Kaylee, I would be honored to live the day I see you do that. I'm like, bet. So, you know, I did that for a while, but I just, I wasn't happy. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, I did have a job as a paralegal and there's always that one case, like no matter what any lawyer, I don't care what any lawyer or any paralegal, anybody involved in the law in, at all whatsoever, there's always that one case. And I, I came across that one case and it just kind of made me realize why it wasn't for me. And so then I decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to see if there's any online programs for anthropology, just out of curiosity. And I did. And now I am, I start October 24th. My first eight week class, I hate English, not gonna lie, but it's the only general education class I have to do. And then I'll have like a bunch of history classes. And I'm like, you know, the timing of this and then with some of the injustices that I've endured and I've seen in my life, that's why I felt very connected to Maya was because she is, she she's justice. She is, she's the Egyptian goddess of justice and she balances out a person's heart and if it balances out you get to go to you know eternal paradise if it didn't you're not going to be in a very happy spot no you know no that's that's a lot of the reason why with what i've seen and what i've experienced you know that's why i felt very connected to my yet not that i worship her as a, a goddess because no. of my beliefs but it, it's the meaning behind it and behind what you've been behind what we've been we think it's fun and it's you know whatever yeah no, but, but, uh, but yeah but i do understand what you mean by that because i am also drawn to that aspect of their crossing over journey because like i i'm interested in death without me sounding completely morbid or like a freaking like come lock me up situation like but everyone's ritual by the way brendan fraser huh by the way brendan fraser i Freaking love you, dude. Thank you for inspiring me if you ever hear this. Okay. Him and Indiana Jones, or AKA Harrison oh, Ford. I will ball my eyes out. I swear, when yeah. he passes away, I will cry so hard. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm brought at to now and where I'm at today. And I remember, um, I think it was about a year ago on Facebook or TikTok. I don't know. I used to have like a bunch of social media, but I don't anymore. 
it's too much drama and as a single mom i don't have time for that yeah i remember i was scrolling through the reels and i saw your you videos me. on the house water and i just i lost it i just thought it was the most hilarious thing and i that day that time period i was going through something like super duper stressful at the time yeah. and seeing that it's like oh my gosh this why is this so entertaining and um i think I followed you on Facebook and then you uh, added me back. I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Like as a content creator, I really appreciate you taking the time to connect with your fans. And that's oh, kind of that's, how her and I met. To me, Cause I don't think a lot of these influencers out here really give a flying two Fs about, they, they just want the number they want. They want like the, the, what the 20k followers but are you sitting there and saying hi to the 20k followers are you commenting them back i i will promise you this you come over to a seraphina post and you comment i promise within eight hours i will comment back like mm -hmm. like it's not just for the algorithm it's like hello like <laughs> right you gotta you gotta connect with your followers because you know that's what helps gain you more knowing that that you as somebody that we look up to like are following us or taking the time to connect with us that gives you a better understanding of what the public wants to see and what they deserve to see and stuff like that so i have to say coming from like the social media side this podcast part of me i'm getting really excited about because i've been listening to podcasts since 20 no since 2018 since i started network marketing and I've always wanted to do this, but either I didn't feel like, I'm like, I can't do it alone. I can't do this alone. This is something bigger. And I'm like, what am I going to talk about? Network marketing? Like, everyone talks about network marketing. Like, that's boring. I'm like, okay, all right, I want to sit and pray. Yeah. Literally four And then years. I come along. Yeah, and you and I were having conversations, and all of I, a sudden you go, oh, maybe we should start a podcast. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? But a bam, and now here we are. Like, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm proud of myself that I'm doing this. And I'm doing this for fun. Like, yeah, like I'm doing this for fun because it's something that I enjoy. It's historical. It's, you know, there's so many women in history that don't get enough recognition. And that's the biggest thing that I wanted in a podcast. And I think we just started talking about it. And then you're like, oh, no, Hocus Pocus is coming out. And that's when really things kicked off. And we started to do a lot of things. Yes. Like, oh, my gosh, you know, did you know this and this and this? And then it's like, now we're here. And we, we have the Hathor Maya show. It's really funny because, like I said, I had issues in school learning with comprehension and all of that. So the fact that I'm getting excited about research and researching certain, like not certain, but like researching my part of the history lessons that are coming mm -hmm. and the Salem Witch Trip, right. I'm like, the third this thing is awesome. Me with this is awesome. Nuts. Going, I me mean, being excited about research, but maybe it's because it's like I want, I want to learn about these ladies. I want to learn about this. So, like with that said, the first like official episode, like like I said, this is a pre-episode of Hawthorne and Maya, where it's just like it's us telling you our mm -hmm. personal story so that we could connect with you guys on a personal level. Because after this, it's going into mommy check-in. We're gonna do like a mommy mental health tip after that and then we're going right into the history lesson and it's going to be whatever badass plus on top of that <clears throat> october um hello october when you think of october i don't know about spooky you, season yeah i think of spooky I season the video. I think of halloween so we're gonna be 
kind of surrounded in the spooky season type of girls and then november is going to be talking like witches and lore and you know <laughs> certain holidays that kind of correlate in the like, relations. Love to, like part of me wants to look for like a female vampire but i i don't even know well what, i i think i know one but then like in November, I want to do Pocahontas because if we're going to do pop culture, I'm sorry, Disney, Pocahontas. Oh, I want to know the real story about Pocahontas. They, they, had, to, they had to make it kids friendly, though. And I think that's when kids like they knew what kids wanted. They wanted to hear his stories and legends and things like that. And they just found a creative way to make it addicting and just kind of butcher a lot of the original stories yes and then christmas we're going to do christmas um stories or cover some christmas history so everyone buckle up the first the first three months of this podcast and honestly if we like our our people that are starting from the beginning with us thank you for your patience because this is like yes. real rawness this is us getting our little like machine podcast this is who we are yeah if if this is masked off because after this not after this but like after a while when we start getting good and we start getting different equipment and different apps who knows we could sound completely different so one of my my favorite podcasts in the beginning they sounded so good and then now they sounded so edited and scripted i'm like well, I guess that happens with life. Okay. All right. But, but you notice it. So. Yes. Everyone who started. But yeah, so I am. I love you and I appreciate you and buckle up. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. All right. So I have nothing more to say here. I'm. Oh, I do have one I'm, more thing. The first official podcast is going to go over the Salem Witch Trials. Okay. So. In honor of Hocus Pocus, you if you want to do, you know we got to do something there. Hocus Pocus, if you feel obligated, go right ahead. <laughs> or if not, you yeah, know. actually, please go watch both one and two if you have not seen so either of them. And for the ones who want to watch like a documentary, here is some like real homework. If you have Discovery Plus the app, look up Witches of Salem. It's like a four episode docu series. That is going to be the official homework for the the, the next episode for um, the witches of Salem. Like not not, not Salem yet. The Salem witch trials. Hello. <laughs> what are we? Hey, words? it's all good. It's all good. It's nearing the end of the day, and my kids are probably going to be hungry soon anyway. So yeah, no, yeah, this is the life. It's it's definitely yes, and please head. please share this with others. Like, let them know what this is about. And I know a kid that needs to get out of the kitchen. Okay. All right. So we'll end it here. And we'll see you on the next episode.